0: As I stood under the cross at the church of San Damiano, the site where Francis heard the faithful words of the Lord build my church, I tried to understand what it would have been like. I imagined a prostrate Francis praying on the dirt floor of a broken down church that was ready to collapse, whose only grandeur were the cracked tapestries and dusty wooden Byzantine cross lit by burning candles. The place St. Francis was called to do ministry was not a pristine grand cathedral with tall Gothic ceilings, captivating frescoes of biblical stories, and gilded sacramental ornaments. It was a humble, sacred, but discarded, abandoned place in urgent need of revitalization. The movement that Francis began incorporated refreshing elements of service to the marginalized, a life of poverty as worship, and the embrace of nature. This unique band of brothers, the Franciscan Order, and later the band of sisters, the Daughters of Clare, bore witness to a real and experiential life with God that was not about status or societal power, but about radical humility and meeting the needs of others. It served as a necessary correction to the church that had lost its way. Arguably, Francis' impact was an early precursor to the Reformation. Personally, God's invitation to Francis to rebuild the church still resonates with me. I'm now in my 50s, and I've served in local ministries since my early teens, in different roles as teacher, leader, and as pastor, I'm acquainted intimately with the community of hope, beauty, and transformation that the church is. Equally, I know firsthand the hurt that can be experienced when imperfect people try to journey and build together, when we misalign with God, misunderstand one another, and misuse the gifts given to us to serve. I've experienced immense fulfilling, and joyful seasons of ministry. I've also experienced great hurt and disappointment. I've been at the receiving end of mistreatment from those who I cared for in the church. I've been disillusioned at times, but I find that there's no greater privilege than helping to build our Savior's dream called the church. God's invitation to Francis also encourages me to serve and contribute to the church in my own unique capacity as a latino alongside of my band of brothers and sisters the latino leadership circle llc a group of ministry and social leaders that have been called to find nexus of understanding between latinx ethnic and christian identity our motto is christ culture and convergence It reminds us continually to build the church by caring for our sisters and brothers who struggle to connect who they are and what part they play in God's great story. Those who many times lack a voice in society or in the church. Through education, advocacy, and training of young and emergent leaders, we've been able to be faithful to God's call by carefully building in places less attended to. In the last few years the call has taken the form of podcasts we call Cafecito Conversations or Coffee Chats. Beyond discussing those topics we felt helpful to Latinx Christians and to those of the greater Christian community, we felt compelled to respectfully tackle issues where we have missed the mark as a church. The difficult issues included immigration crisis political allegiances that compromise the witness of the church, systemic racism, and the misappropriation of eschatology to promote vaccine misinformation. These are weighty topics, to say the least. In the last few months, we highlighted the role of Latinas, whose legacy continues to be overlooked and ignored in the church. We consider the impact of Reverend Leosina Rosado-Rousseau, also known as Mama Leo, who perhaps was the first Latina Pentecostal pastor in New York City. Her holistic ministry changed the lives of countless individuals, and she's considered to be one of the first Latina pastors who reached out in New York City to the outcasts in society. More recently, we brought attention to how we need to do a better job at acknowledging and including People with special needs. We had the privilege of speaking with our very own Reverend Doctor Elizabeth and Hiram Rios, who shared about one of the greatest loves of their life, their son Daniel Jeremiah. Our hope, with God's grace, is that we're able to help build the church with care, in keeping with 1 Corinthians three ten, educating, bringing clarity and hope and unity to the body of Christ. Since my trip to Assisi, whenever I see the wooden Byzantine cross, I pause and reflect upon my experiences at San Damiano, the story of Francis, and my own calling. My moment of contemplation will always include a prayer. Lord, help me build your church. Make me an instrument.